You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox, your host. I appreciate you joining me today. It is Tuesday, July 27th, second show of the week. And on this episode, we're going to discuss what has been really the prevailing topic for the past week and a half, um, realignment specifically in the Big 12 and how it relates to TCU. Today it became official, Texas and Oklahoma released, a, or Monday I should say it became official, Texas and Oklahoma released a joint statement stating that they would not renew uh, their deal with the Big 12, the end of the current um, media deal, which ends in 2025. In that statement, they said they have every intention at the moment of completing the contract, which would mean that the Big 12 would stay as is for the next four years. However, I seriously doubt that's going to happen. Um, I mean, I think either Oklahoma and Texas will, after a year or maybe a couple of years, decide, you know what, we'll pay that money to go ahead and get out of this. Or the other eight schools will look at their options and decide, hey, we also want to go elsewhere, and the conference will essentially dissolve um, early. And, and I don't know the exact way that they would go about that. Like, I can't tell you um, how that would be executed, but that's just how I feel right now. I can't imagine that for four more seasons, we'll just be watching um, these 10 teams walk on eggshells around each other as Oklahoma and Texas have made it, made their intentions known that they want to move on and they want to move on to the SEC. So we'll see what happens there. Um, as far as TCU goes, shortly after that came down today, they released a statement, um, and the statement wasn't, I mean, it wasn't groundbreaking necessarily. It's what you kind of expect in the situation. TCU will continue to make decisions in the best interest of our student athletes, our community, and the long-term uh, vitality of our athletic programs, the school said. Athletics are a part of TCU's national reputation and built upon our core strengths of academic achievement, scholarly pursuit, an unparalleled student experience. We have nothing to announce at this time, but we have been engaged in deliberations with our conference colleagues and others, um, and we continue to support the Big 12 and its members. That is courtesy of Drew Davidson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. So, I mean, essentially they're saying, hey, we're looking at our options right now. We are in the Big 12. We're going to support the Big 12. We're going to support the other members of the conference at the moment. Um Jeremy Clark from 247 Sports, he reported that the league, uh, or that TCU has reached out to or is going to reach out to the Pac-12, and it might be a situation where Baylor, Tech, and TCU all formally, um, you know, talk to the Pac-12 about potential expansion and joining that conference. And that's really the only thing I've heard about as far as options. Now, the only other option in my mind is the Big 12 stays packed with eight teams, and then they try to add someone, which I most I think would most likely at this point be some teams from probably the American Conference, uh, maybe Cincinnati, Houston, SMU, UCF, schools like that. Is that a conference that I think makes a big impact in the national footprint? No. I mean, with a 12-team playoff... Maybe with a 12-team playoff, I think if you win that conference, you have a really good chance 
of making said playoff. But the other the other part about this, there's so many moving parts to this. The other part about this is, you know, does the 12-team playoff get put on hold if we don't know what these conferences look at? There's speculation everywhere. We could spend a whole podcast episode discussing what, um, you know, College Football Insider X thinks is going to happen or what College Football Insider Y thinks is going to happen. All we know for sure at the moment is that Texas and Oklahoma are intending to move on. They're going to go to the SEC, and it looks like the SEC is going to approve it. I don't get the impression that the Big 12 has a great chance to go poach some big-time program. One of my first thoughts was, do you try to get on the phone with Arkansas? And not that Arkansas is a blue blood, but there's some history there. And do you try to entice them to leave? But why would they leave the SEC? The money's great, even though it doesn't really make sense for them from a football perspective to continue to play in that conference where they just constantly get beat up. From a financial standpoint, it makes a ton of sense. And that's really what is the motivation here. It's what's driving the bus. It's why we're getting um, this situation playing out in real time. I hate this for TCU. I, now, I, I think there is a good chance they end up in a good conference. I don't know if that's going to end up being the Pac-12 or some souped-up version of the American with the Big 12 moniker. But I believe in the program, in, you know, finding a way and still winning games. I just, well, I can't say I completely understand it because I don't. I wasn't part of it. I know how hard the football program specifically has worked to try to get to a place where they were a factor in the Power Five. I know there are so many fans that have, that slogged through the whack years and the, Conference USA years and Mountain West. And listen, like wherever TCU ends up playing, I'm going to keep doing this podcast. I'm going to keep supporting the programs. I'll tune in. The Big 12, even though it wasn't a conference that was powerful, it was a great fit, I think, for the school because it had some of those regional rivalries that had been taken away from the university when the Southwest Conference went under. Um, and... It was just great to be in a Power 5 league. I mean, it was fun playing Oklahoma year in and year out. It was a lot of fun beating Texas year in and year out. They've developed a really good rivalry with Baylor over the years, and it's made um, college football especially a lot more fun. So I hate that it's disbanding like this. And coming up in segment two, I want to take Texas to task a little bit because I, I don't think I've really aired it out yet and shared my opinion on it. But I feel like it's important that, you know, what UT is doing here is unfortunate and it's undermining the entire conference. Before we do that, though, I did want to tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. He runs the show and he does great work. He will tell you exactly what you need to know to make some money, whether it's betting on, you know, regular season games in Major League Baseball or getting ready for um, the NFL season, college football. That's going to be in full swing soon. Teams have reported training camps. Those practices are going on. 
betonline.ag. Start taking a look at some of those future bets. Start taking a look at some of those games. You can get on some of that week one action in on some of that week one action right now. Again, that's betonline.ag. Go there. Tell them Locked On sent you. Use that promo code Locked On. Get 15% off your next order. Betonline.ag. Segment two of Locked On Horned Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. So I wanted to discuss, and I don't think I've really talked about this yet, which is my mistake, but I realized it today as I was sort of thinking through what I wanted to talk about on this episode, Tuesday edition of Locked On Horned Frogs. Let's, let's talk about Texas, right? Because... OU wants to leave for the SEC. Okay. Am I disappointed in that? Yes. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't make me happy. I would love to see OU stay. I understand the brand recognition that is the Oklahoma program, the success that they've had as of late. In football, they've dominated. So I can't even really be that upset. I mean, I'm upset, but I can't necessarily be mad at Oklahoma for looking at greener pastures because the bottom line is at least from a, a football perspective, they've done enough over the past decade plus that, yeah, they're a blue blood. They're looking at the landscape as much as I hate it and saying, Hey, we got to get on a safer life raft for this ever evolving thing that is college football. And as, as this goes down the tracks, we have to be in the safest place. And I think that's the SEC. Okay. Don't see the Big 12 as a viable league. All right. Good luck. I think it's going to be an uphill battle for them in the Southeastern Conference. But, okay, do, do your thing. The University of Texas. You know, one thing, I feel like one thing that people love about sports something that we really latch onto in sports is the idea that it is in a lot of ways, a meritocracy, you know, the people that perform the best that compete the best, they get rewarded. The people that work hard and show up to practice and do their job, they get start. I know it's not always like that, but those principles are sort of set in place and in life, Yes, hard work is valuable. All those things are true. But we know that there's also, you know, relationships are a big factor. Who you know, what kind of status you have. Sometimes that can lead to unfair situations. And in sports, the scales are supposed to be kind of even. Texas has been a mediocre football program for years. For years now. Now, the history is there. I get it. There's cachet. There's tradition. They won a national title back in 2005. They won others before that. Amazing players have gone through that program. I understand. But when we discuss the Big 12 being a weak league, a big part of that is because one of their flagship programs has not lived up to their end of the bargain. You all know it if you're listening to this. T- Texas is 2-7 and seven in football against TCU since they joined the Big 12. And as hilarious and as fun as that is for us, it's an example that UT is not this 
juggernaut of a school, juggernaut of a football program anymore. They haven't won a conference title game in years. Now, a few seasons ago, they had a nice season. Lost Oklahoma in the Big 12 title game, but went on to beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, proclaimed that they were back. Not quite. It has been year after year of a team underachieving. They're on their third coach in about 10 seasons now. And I think Steve Sarkeesian was a good hire. I don't know what he'll bring to Austin. I know that he's really doing some work on the recruiting trail. But bottom line is they have not done the job. They haven't. I know, yeah, great swimming and diving program. Softball is very good. Women's basketball is getting better. But football and men's basketball, they have consistently underachieved. And now they're getting thrown this life raft to go to the SEC. When a big reason why the Big 12 does not have a good reputation among the national media is because Texas doesn't win games. Like, one of the teams that's supposed to be in the spotlight, they don't win big games, they don't compete at a high level, and that's hurt the overall brand of the league. I saw a clip that was floating around Twitter today, and it got dunked on repeatedly, but it was Dan Levitard on his show, the Dan Levitard show, and I like Dan Levitard. I think he's unique and funny and talks about sports in a way that a lot of people don't. But he said that Texas and OU had been propping up this fraudulent conference for years and that everyone else in the conference was there to get beat by those schools, which in Oklahoma's case, you could make an argument for that. But Texas, we all know, has been getting beat by schools with lesser resources now for years. And that's, I mean, and that was a mistake on Dan's part. He was wrong on that. But I think it also speaks to the fact that outside of, like, college football insiders or folks in the college football media that are on the national level, the national media does not really know anything about the Big 12. I believe most people still think that it's this soft powder puff conference that runs all these spread offensive, spread offensive attacks. And that's, and that's not really the case anymore. I mean, yeah, there's still a lot of running gun going on. But honestly, it, it's taken more of a defensive turn. The SEC's gone to more of the air raid, you know, basketball on grass. Let's spread people out, use our skill guys to make plays. And I think there were a lot of unfair narratives about the league, and a big part of that was because one of the programs that was supposed to be in the spotlight, get it done at the high level, they didn't do it, and now they're walking away from it, going to a better situation, at least from a financial standpoint, a cachet standpoint, and leaving everybody else in the dust. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating. What's not frustrating is Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a great service. It's a family-run business. It's a website where you can find exactly what you need for your vehicle. 
people like me that are clueless about these things, I can go to Rock Auto, I can find what I need. But also, folks that do work on their own car, mechanics, you can get what you need from Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com today. They have a drop-down menu there. Click on Locked On Podcast Network so that they know that we sent you there. rockauto.com. Give it a go. Find exactly what you need for your car. Try it today. Okay, that'll do it for Locked On Horn Frogs. Uh, later this week, I want to put this on your radar. I know this is down the road. On Friday, uh, Cindy Robinson, who was Lock on, Locked On Pack 12, excuse me, um, I've been exchanging some messages with her. She's going to come on the show. It'll be a Friday's episode. She's actually going to Pack 12 Media Days this week, and Cindy is going to try to get some intel on TCU and the Pack 12 how real of a possibility that is, and we'll discuss that with her on Friday. And Wednesday and Thursday, we'll have plenty of content, too. This has been Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.